Hello, everyone, and welcome to Board Game Barbarians. I am your host, Andrew, and with me, as always, is board game brother, Justin. And joining us for a second time is our board game brother, Chris. I would like to be introduced as multiple award-winning artist, Chris. Okay, (laughs) our our barbarian brother, multiple award-winning artist, Chris, because you have won multiple awards. You're you're an award-winning... It's true. It's true. um, Mini painter. And I would like to be referred to as such. Okay. I, I won the 100-meter dash in third grade. Could you refer to that when you intro me? Because I'm like, yes. I have awards. So, okay. Uh, so, uh, Barbarian <laughs> Brother Justin also won the 100-yard meter dash. Was that it? 100-yard meter. Okay. Well, I mean, it's it's good enough. I'm not happy with it, but, I mean, we can move All on. right. I'm not, you know. I don't, think, I don't think what I said was correct, but <laughs> I'm not going back now. <laughs> I tried to make multiple award-winning artists. U.S. Marshal Dick Cox, my name on the uh, Discord, but it was, was it way too, too long. Too long. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, that's on the our board game barbarian Discord. He is U.S. Marshal Dick Cox. U.S. Marshal Dick Cox. God damn it! There you that's, go. That's, that's how your he refers. full legal name. Yes. Okay. From we're from the Tennessee. God damn it! <laughs> I will definitely be naming him U.S. Marshal. And that, that will way, never be problematic. That way he knows what career what he's going to do with his life. Yeah. yeah. It, well, it's going to be especially weird if, if, you, if your child picks something different. So yeah, then they're like, like, famous chef U.S. Marshal. It'd be weird. <laughs> <laughs> or if he just Is became it? a criminal. Like when they call like... <laughs> like when you see a yeah, real big guy, but you Serial arsonist U.S. Marshal. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what was Multiple serial killer. Uh, he was, I don't know how he's a multiple serial killer. Well, he killed multiple serial killers, which makes him the oh, alpha serial killer. He's, yeah, he's the serial the killer of serial killers. Top of that's the cool. pile. It's yeah. a Dexter type situation. Yeah, that's, I like with. that. Yeah. <laughs> so, Justin, what games have you been playing? Um, in the I, time. I, I played one of the worst games of Talisman ever in my life with you. I was there. I think I've decided that um, I don't love talisman so much anymore um yeah. or i think it might just be i don't love playing it two player um and i Which i know mostly I, what we do i know enjoying talisman at all is already a divisive opinion in the tabletop gaming world but i i, I do still maintain that if you're playing with like a ticket to ride level group of like your cousin that's never played a board game and your aunt and your brother then like it's it's an okay game yeah. to put on the table it's like the monopoly of fantasy games but we played a game that just went on forever it was like an it was like an hour and a half and it ended in like a 40 minute two person elongated duel and we kept saying that this is the most climactic way this game possibly could end and yep. it's still not fun well, I mean, yeah, that uh, that was w- the problem was we had never gotten there before. Right. Like we both we had never normally, gotten normally both one person's on the outside ring and the other person's like, I have the crown, I win. And you're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I think like the the first two games we played were like, I have the crown. Do you want to do this? And I was like, no, I don't want to fight my way up to you. <laughs> so I, for whatever I, reason, we yeah. did it this time and I made it and then we actually fought and it was. I, I don't know if it's less. that I'm I'm growing out of Talisman so much as, like I said, I, I think it's one of those things where 
I think I would still play it and have a good time in a more casual environment. But I think when you and I sit right. down to play games, like I don't, I, I hate putting forth the image that we're like, oh, it's serious gamer time. Like when we play <laughs> games, but you know, we're looking I put for. On, I put on my gamer pants. We're, they're just all your pants are gamer pants. You don't even That's have true. to say it. Yeah. And so I, 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 I think it's more that um, you and I are looking for something. Um, a little more in depth when you and I personally play games together. So I think that's what hurt that game a lot. Um, you could also say that maybe the objectively bad design hurt it, but I, I, I'll still defend it a little bit because um, I spent too much time painting all those miniatures and I'm not going to get rid of it. It'll never happen. <laughs> Beyond that, I spent a lot of time staring at lots and lots of Lord of the Rings expansions with the shrink wrap still on them and going, not today, yeah. and, and walking out of my... Was it like a sad in. stare? <clears throat> well, it was like, you know, you know, like at the end of the Incredible Hulk, uh, like yeah, the original so one, music the, was the playing. sad walking. Yeah, it's one of those. Uh, okay. I'd turn the lights out and be like, not today. And it, it'd be like, <laughs> do, 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 you know, and play the song. Yeah, that was yeah, it. No, do the whole thing. And then okay, Edward yeah. Norton just looks directly into the camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and his eyes uh, turn it, green, so you know he's still the Hulk. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um. No, that's all I've been up to. Well, Chris, what uh, what games have you been playing? So I've been playing basically one game since like March, and that's Shadows of Brimstone. That um, seems like a very like long a, game. Yeah, yeah, well, a campaign or kind of. There's not. There's no like actual endpoint, but since you can level up your character and there's it's mission based and it's a dungeon crawl, you can basically just play forever until you uh, right either give up or just feel like starting a new character or something. Uh, what level are you? Well, uh, have a number. I don't. So the highest, the highest you can go is eight. Uh, the highest I've okay. ever actually done is five, just because I like trying out new characters. So I'm always switching them out. Uh, the current characters we're playing are level three. Uh, Which shadows of brimstone? Because aren't there multiple so kinds? That, like they have the Japanese one, and then they have yeah. We're doing Western. we're doing Western right now. Uh, okay. We we had been playing the Japanese one for a while. Um, that's the only one I've played with you or at, in at all is the Japanese one. Yeah. The wave three of that Kickstarter is supposed to be delivering sometime in the next couple of months, I think. So we're going to hold wave off until three? that stuff comes in. Yes. Cause it, so wave three is just the stuff that wasn't unlocked during the campaign, but you could add on during the pledge manager. Oh, uh, okay. Is that why the, the Viking one is taking so long? They're still fulfilling from, yeah, previous from games. Three years ago. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Is that all? <laughs> yeah. Well, shoot. Chris, can I ask you about your Shadows of Brimstone? Um, because I know uh, you paint miniatures. I've heard this thing that you've done before. This is um, so He's an, a multiple award winning. And this is an uh, issue I run into with the very few games that I have painted miniatures for. Is do do you like? put them back in the box painted or is it like you just can never like what's your storage solution for something as no. big as shadows of brimstone where you're like i have a bajillion minis like do they just live in your home like on their own dedicated shelf or like what's you know so for i take like the giant magic card boxes and like cut the dividers out of them uh, mm -hmm. and just put double-sided tape on the bottom of the box and just stick them to that I'm okay that's good slowly trying to migrate over to magnets so like put yeah. magnets on the bottom of the figures and then lining the bottom of the boxes with some kind of metal or put them all over your fridge there yeah you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
When are, when are you going to buy a second house for all your minis? Oh, no. I, I don't live in the house. I live in the shed. The, the minis have oh, taken okay. over. Yeah, it's a hoarder oh, okay, situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was the well problem. Kept. They removed me. Yeah. There was too much of me. <laughs> <laughs> turns out I was the problem. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that cool. game, the, the, you have to assemble the miniatures in that game. So, like, as soon as you open the box, you can't put it back in. Like, there's, it's, there's okay. no possible way. Yeah, so it's yeah, like I, I like I hate to compare the two because they're totally not related at all. But like a, a Warhammer type situation where you're like, okay, put it together. Okay, now you can't use that box. Right. Yeah, and I don't. I've I only have like two Games Workshop products, but I've got Space Hulk, and it's the same thing. Like, there's no insert or anything. Okay. It's all sprues, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, put them together. They're that, not going back. That, that always bothers me. I have some weird fixation on like I got to get it back in the box and put it back on my shelf with my other board games. Like, I I don't know why that that that. I had it's because it you wanted to me. like look nice with I the guess box that has a graphic on it. That I mean, it would look nice for. too if I set up all my nice painted miniatures on some like nice display or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I just I, I'm always curious about about uh, people that that paint a lot of minis. Like, how like are you putting them back in the box or is it? I always assume it's no. I store them separately because I spend a lot of time on them. I mean, I've got like my unmatched minis in a Plano <laughs> box all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, separated and everything like that. That's yeah. gonna be my. I, have a bu- I got a bunch them. of Seamon uh, games, like Zombie Side and stuff like that, and they come yeah, with yeah, yeah. like vacuum form trays and stuff. So you can actually put those back in the box. I right. uh, <laughs> speaking of Seamon, I uh, I went to a board game shop recently, uh, got my masks on, and this one was actually really cool. Like you you get in and there's like a divider when you first step in, and they're basically like, uh, if you touch anything, put them in baskets, and we'll <clears throat> desanitize them. Is it uh, like a, an airlock in a space movie where you walk in and it's like, no, it, it's I wish they should have built that, <laughs> but uh, that would have been cool if they just it, like shoot compressed air at you. It'd just be a guy with a fire extinguisher like that. Would oh, be. no. <laughs> but uh, no, like they, they were doing like a really good job of sanitizing and everything. Um, and they had the the Marvel Simon. I always want to say, come on. I always um, I didn't know it was not pronounced that way. I, yeah, I'm, I thought I'm no, learning. That is the official way. Like they officially said that's the way, but I'm not going to do Simon? it. No, no. Oh, come on. Th- come on. They want you to say, come on. Yeah. Oh, okay. Simon okay. makes me think of semen. In it, me, me as well, yeah. yes. I I was also <laughs> thinking of semen. Um, but no. Even, come, so, even before it came up. But yeah, yeah. When, when, at the beginning of the show, really. <laughs> but the, the Marvel Kickstarter one where it's like the big heads and the yeah, little Marvel bodies. Yeah, Marvel United. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's out, and it was at the board game shop, and I like turned to Emily, and I'm like, hey, this is the game I almost kickstarted, and she was like, do you want to get it? And I was like, no. And I just like, up. <laughs> Never has there been a more uh, uh, potent uh, display of the Kickstarter mentality than that yeah. story you just told. <laughs> oh, I found it in a store. Oh, did you get it? No, I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have space for that. What am I doing with my life? Um, but... Uh, but yeah, no, that that's the least the the thing I'm least excited for for the uh Shadows of Brimstone Vikings thing mm-hmm. is putting the the figures together cuz I'm so afraid that at the end I'm just going to have this huge, you know, <laughs> amalgamation of body parts just sticking out everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's just a ball of no, like, they've body got, parts. Maybe I'll put a picture in the Discord or whatever. But yeah, one of the unlock stretch goals is this thing called the Thunderforge Titan and that thing it's like action figure size. I mean like bigger. Yeah. Like, and it's eighty pieces or whatever. Oh, so so it occurs to me, Andrew, you've never done. I, I didn't I've never put a, a miniature. Never together, done yeah. assembled miniatures. These are always their yeah. their. You know, do you uh, have to screen minis assemble whenever you put them together? Yeah, 
I mean, you don't have oh, to, no. but it's it's frowned oh. upon if you don't. Okay, that makes you know, sense. You blow the horn and you say the thing, and then you <laughs> <to> work. <laughs> conch. <laughs> pull <Yeah>. your conch <laughs> out. <laughs> um, yeah, I've never put one together. I'm gonna have to do that, and I don't know. Uh, don't know how well it's gonna it's, go, but I got glue. It's not. It's really not awful. It, it really is. I was real nervous when I first put my. And we'll get into it. We, now I'm jumping ahead, but it's it it yeah. seems real daunting, and it's it's not it's not. I got too I got super glue, so if I need something better than that, let me know. Well, um, you want? Um, I used uh, plastic glue on mine, but I don't know okay. what the traditional. Wisdom I know they is. have the stuff that like dissolves the the plastic together. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember what it's called. I always it. just called it plastic glue because it was for gluing plastic minis together. And I've yeah. I've always had the best with best. Uh, with that stuff, but I, yeah, I don't that, know if there's that's yeah, plastic cement is permanent because it actually melts the plastic, yeah, which is which is good because it's like super secure. But if you mess something up, you can't take it back apart without You're screwed. Just chopping yeah, yeah. it up. I, I learned I, that I, too. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking not looking forward to that. Well, we'll get uh we'll get into my stuff real quick. I, I have been playing Unmatched. I bought the Jurassic Park one with the clever girl guy and three raptors. Um. I haven't been able to play it yet, and by that I mean I just haven't made time for it. Um, but looking forward to that. Started painting some of those. I got Call to Adventure for Christmas. Uh, in that game, I immediately liked a lot. I feel bad because um, you keep talking about it, and I feel like you really want me to like it and be into it with you, but I've not played it, so it's not that I don't like it. I'm just like, imb- I, I just haven't played it, so I'm ambivalent. Right. And you're like, it's really cool. And I'm like, I'm sure it is, buddy. Like, I feel like a jerk. <laughs> well, like, no, I mean, well, I remember whenever we first talked, there was Call to Adventure, and then there was the other game that you liked, um, that where you're like building your character, but you're building like the oh, stats. Uh, role player. It's basically the yeah. the inverse of Call to Call to Adventure. Is like, what if there's tabletop role playing, but we took out all of the DMing and rules and just made it about the story? And this one was like, yeah. what if we took out all the story and it was just about rolling dice and moving numbers around? <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's what yeah. that's kind of what it is, and that, I mean that's why I just keep like I keep bringing it up because I like it. No, I'm excited to try um, it. I just wanted to mention that like I am interested, but I feel bad because well, yeah. Now that because at first you're like, no, I didn't like it, is what you told me. I but didn't say you that. Were talking no, I didn't, about, no, I didn't say that. You were t- you were talking about from a first like playing single player perspective, and yeah, Call to Adventure would suck ass. If no, I've never. I to be clear, I've never played it. You 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 were talking about it, and I was like, yeah, I oh, almost okay. got it, but I decided not to because. Um. Um. Yeah. It, it didn't seem. Uh. I, yeah, I didn't. If you were playing that single player. It would not be fun. I yeah. Don't think. I, when I was looking at it, I was looking for solo games because that's back when I thought that I would actually do that, and I don't. Yeah, it's two to <laughs> two to four. But, um, I also got Mysterium Park, which is basically Mysterium, but a, a dumbed down version, and probably takes about twenty thirty minutes to play, um, versus its counterpart, which is about thirty minutes to an hour, and uh, it's. It's Mysterium. It's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's the same. It's the same stuff, with new cards, and I still like it. How's that one play solo? Oh man, I have not played Mysterium solo. Yeah, I need to though. I'll play the. Can I play a ghost and a? Can I play a ghost trying to figure out my own murder? Haunt your haunt yourself. Is that possible? I mean, really, in in the context of Mysterium, aren't you already a ghost trying to solve your own murder by giving clues to people in the game? Right. Right, but I feel like as the ghost, you know who murdered you already, so I think that right. would be difficult. Yeah. So you have true. to... Can you, like... Is there a way to knock yourself out? Yeah, head trauma play? would be the best. Oh, okay. 
All right, because yeah. you, you can play the ghost and then play the person on the other side after you knock yourself out. Yeah, you just bring in a donkey and you 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 look at the thing and you dish out the cards and then you have the donkey kick you in the head and then you you know the donkey was gonna be the ghost. Or the other <laughs> that might actually be smarter than having a donkey kick you in the face in your living room. But it uh, just kicks cards at me. But it's not a lot smarter. It's only like a little yeah. bit. Not a, not a whole lot. Well, we'll we'll get into nudes. I've got a uh, personal news. I got sorry, updates on on what? I'm sorry. What was that? Get into the what? We're gonna get into the news, not oh, the nudes. Okay. Not yeah, that I'm kind sorry. of podcast. Okay. No, yeah. There's not no that, nudes. Not that here. anyone would be able to tell. That's true. You can't see uh there's no visual component to the show yet. So to be clear, it's okay if we are nude right now. No one knows. So okay. I would I would say that as long as you're not bringing it up, but but then once you bring mm-hmm. it up, there's now a mental image for some okay. people that know what you look like. Just like All the right. ghost of Mysterium, the ghost knows who killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Now right. it's your job to find out if I'm nude or not. Oh, is that how it, it's one of the ex, it's one of the expansions? Yeah, strip Mysterium. Yeah. Oh, you got a rug. Got to take some clothes off. Mysterium. Um, <laughs> so we'll get in the news. Uh, personal news. Oath should be out in March or April, which I'm very excited for. They got all the uh, they got all the whatever it's the oh man. Things on the words that they got all the things in. They got all the the stuff that shows them what the game's gonna look like before. There we go. They got all the proofs and everything, or they got like an actual completed box in, and now they're just waiting for everything to ship. So very excited. It looks really cool. They said everything fits in snugly with the sleeves that they're gonna provide for those that did that on Kickstarter. And I'm very much excited for the sleeves. Awesome. Um. And then we got Unmatched Marvel. Marvel has actually licensed to Unmatched, which I'm kind of surprised for. But I guess I was also surprised that Mondo, who is together, kind of is making Unmatched with... Uh, man, I'm blanking on all The that. other company. The other company that yeah. is the Restoration Games. Um, they have got a lot of Disney stuff lately, so I guess that doesn't that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but they're going to do Hell's Kitchen and Redemption Row, so that's going to be fun. I'm excited for that because I love me some Unmatched. So does that mean that we could possibly see like Disney stuff in Unmatched later on, do you think? Maybe. I mean, God, I mean, that, that would, would be, be great. Mickey Mouse that versus be... Bigfoot. like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mickey well, Mouse or... versus three raptors. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, like I could see like Kingdom Hearts or something like that. Yeah. I mean, then they'd have to get Square Enix in there, but... Yeah. I, don't, I don't know why Goofy versus Bruce Lee is like the funniest one to me. <laughs> Get my head. Gorsh. Uh, yuck. <laughs> the demons told me to. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Get some Disney characters in there. Aladdin versus Medusa. Yeah. That'd be, <laughs> that'd be sad. Um, well, if you haven't picked up on on the hints that we've gone through, this this episode is going to be on painting minis. Um, mainly because we have a mini painting channel in the discord and we have, it's, it's fairly active for the most part. Um, and I think it would, it, we would say it's our most active channel in there. Because I would not disagree. People, we got a lot of people that paint minis, including all three of us, which is why we're all here. Yep. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so Justin, when, how did you get started <laughs> with painting minis? Uh, it, it was really, uh, I, I just got sick of having lots of gray plastic everywhere and started painting some of it. 
Um, <clears throat> when I when I started, it was D and D miniatures. We would buy miniatures for D and D, and none of us even owned any paints or knew about painting or knew how to do it. So we'd just go buy our two dollar, you know, Reaper miniature or whatever, and we'd play D and D with it. And then one day, I I got a wild hair, and I was like, I'll paint my guy. And the, the first one I picked was a guy wearing mostly plank mail. So I was like, this is great. I only have to paint like a couple little bits and he's painted because he's already all silver. And uh, it was just 50 cent uh, craft apple barrel paints from Walmart with like regular home paint brushes. Yep. Yep. And, uh, and, and then I, I went a long span of like, well, I, th- I was bad at that. And then a couple years ago, a friend of mine coerced me into splitting a Warhammer starter set with him. And yeah. uh, I was like, all right, I don't know anything about this. Can you, you, you I like, I have no idea. I've painted with 50 cent paints and like a baseboard brush. I have no, no inclination. And he was like, you'll figure it out. And handed me a giant box of gray unassembled plastic. And I spent <laughs> um, around 60 hours painting that set assembling and painting that set of space marines and then realizing that i do not enjoy warhammer 40k even a little bit uh (laughs) and then i i sold it and since then i have i've painted other games i own i've painted a a lot of DD miniatures um that that's really kind of most of what i paint these days is i'll i'll just go buy a miniature when i'm in a store for a couple bucks just because it looks cool and i want to paint it and i just want to put it on my shelf with like all my other ones it's it's almost more of a collector thing for me now than it is like something I do with board games or whatever. Right. Well, cool. Well, Chris, how did you get started? You're the kind of the veteran painter among, among us, I guess, and the amount of figures you painted <laughs> and, and the tools that you have for it. Oh, well, so like all things in board games, it kind of started little and then got out of control quickly. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah. I mean, like the first, like hobby game I ever bought was you know zombies with three exclamation marks. I had that one too. That uh, was the card card game, right? No, well, I mean, no, there it was, are cards in the game. Yeah, it's like seven hundred uh, little tiny itty bitty zombie oh, miniatures. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I started painting those. But it, and it was the same thing. It was the uh, like the one dollar paints from Walmart, mm-hmm. and uh, uh-huh. like I was painting them, and I thought they were awesome. <laughs> looking back at them. I still have the pictures that I took from back then. Yeah. It just looks like I had, you know, like paint in my mouth and I was just chewing <laughs> on them. <laughs> so hero clicks level is what we're saying. Yeah. 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 Not that bad. <laughs> uh, but no, nah, I mean, I don't know. I think I just kept at it. Like the first real game that I painted, like with real cool miniatures, because a zombie miniatures are fine but they're little and not real detailed or anything but anyway mansions of madness mm-hmm. first edition was probably the first like real game that i started painting uh and that was the possibly the only game i ever like finished painting until the second edition came out and i haven't painted any of that stuff um, right. and i was working real hard on painting my descent stuff also but same thing they kept coming out with expansions and i couldn't paint them fast enough so now i've just got piles of unpainted descent stuff um, yeah, and they've those... got like huge creatures too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they well, yeah, and then uh, Fantasy Flight re came out with all the first edition monsters to make them compatible with second edition. So of course I bought all that and didn't paint any of those. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 
maybe someday I'll get into all that. But now I also have first edition, so now I've got double the descent stuff to not paint. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, like, I've, I mean, I've been to your house. I know, like, the amount of stuff that you have to paint, and it seems like like the, the stuff I have... It's absurd. It's shameful. Is, ...is a lot, and you've got, like, probably 10, 10 times more than that, if not more more than that. Yeah. Uh, so I can I can definitely have an idea of, of how overwhelming it is to have all that stuff. Yeah, I always, um, I mean, like, playing the game is the priority, so especially, you know, like, games where I got to put together figures, I always put them together first just so I can hurry up and start playing games. Right. Um, sometimes that's a problem, like with some of the Shadows of Brimstone stuff. You know, I plastic cemented them to the bases, and I can't take them off, so now it's going to be a real yeah. pain in the butt to, like, do bases if I ever decide to do that. Or like anybody who's holding their arms out in front of them, you know, I would have rather. I mean, that's my only experience because <laughs> I've never made, I've never put them together. So every mini I have is already oh, yeah. sealed to the base, basically. Yeah. Right. But I mean, I don't really do scenic bases, but now I kind of want to, and it's going to be even harder since I glued them all together. <laughs> but uh, well, anyway, that's another problem that I'll probably never solve. <laughs> Um, well, I guess we'll get into mine a little bit. I do, so I I do mean, want to interrupt um, because... How dare you? <laughs> Chris, you're a very humble man, and I, I do want to say explicitly um, that Andrew wasn't joking when he said you you are award-winning. You do inner tournaments, yeah. and, and I have seen multiple times you win miniature painting uh, contests. So I do want to be clear that you are Where very... You should. You are a very skilled painter. I wanted to, to have been said on the show at some point. And most of your award-winning uh, painting or miniatures that you've that you've had, uh, you've put in the Discord. Oh, they look great. They actually go in. Oh yeah. And you're all, you're always like, you think I'm gonna do okay? And we're <laughs> always like, that looks like fucking amazing. Like, yeah. Great job. You're like, I made this trash. I hope I win, maybe. <laughs> but I, I did just want to say it explicitly in the show, um, um, because yeah. uh, we uh, weren't joking about him being award-winning yeah. mini painter. You you are. It was the. What what are the I guess we'll side note for that. What are the awards that you've won just for the show? Well, so pretty much everything I won is all flying frog contest related mm-hmm. stuff. So I mean, still counts. Anytime they have a like Gen Con contest or like they have their own uh, convention called Dice Fest, so I always enter that stuff. Well, not always. I've missed a couple of the Gen Con things, um, but I mean, they generally only have like three categories, and there's like you know. What single monsters, single hero, or the like open category, which is just you know whatever else you want to do from any of their games. Um, so like this, the most current one, uh, I entered in all three categories. I won in all three, uh, but my one of them I probably should have been disqualified because I <laughs> went a, went a little overboard on my base, like on my my single. Uh, Oh, was that the styrofoam like base that you put like the? Well, there was the one the with the tank. Of brimstones. Oh, okay. Now that that uh, that was from last year, or the year before that. Oh, okay. But now, I mean, it was I was supposed to do like a single monster on a base, which I technically I did. There was a single monster and there was a base, but then I also put a tank in there. <laughs> so I didn't exactly follow the guidelines, but so they included me in the uh, awards anyway, just because I think they were being nice. But they probably shouldn't. Well, they're more like guidelines. Shouldn't, yeah. Pirate rules. <laughs> yeah, but no, pirate no, I mean, yeah. You parlayed with them. Yeah. No, I Do mean, you I have... have... A, uh, go ahead. 
No, I was going to say, no, I appreciate everybody saying the nice words about what I paint, but... <laughs> Do you have any aspirations of, of maybe like bigger contests or golden brush kind of thing? Or are you just like, hey, I just do these little things for fun and it's just my side thing because it's I like doing it? No, I think I'll probably get into some of the bigger stuff eventually. But I think yeah. I got a lot of probably a lot more to learn. Uh, mostly yeah. I'm just trying to get my game stuff done so it looks good on the table. Right. Uh, my yeah. wife's been getting into 3D printing, so she keeps printing more and more challenging figures. So, mm-hmm. uh that how dare she yeah so i'm good but it's, it's good practice for uh you know higher than game quality figures yeah um well i guess we'll we'll let's go through mine i guess painting starts real quick uh so i started kind of with justin justin painted uh D minis and i started playing D D with him uh and i think one night he was like hey do you want to like paint a mini it takes a little while and it's uh and i like most people that i talk to about mini paintings that aren't into it they're like well i just can't paint that small or yeah i think uh, i remember saying something like well they don't make brushes small enough to paint like the eye or nothing so just you know do it like i think i feel like i I remember that well i mean like it was it was one of those things where i was just like okay i'll do it just because you were gonna do it i still have the one you painted that night i'm looking at it right now you see it on the shelf i know i i still i'm still kind of proud of it it's my first one um but yeah, we were using those paints. I think I asked you like about the base and you were like, yeah, we just put some white, some white paint with some water. And then you, that's the base. <laughs> it's done. <laughs> yeah. And, and now it's like, you know, I've got all the sprays and everything. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I guess the, the next one after that would be after I got the Batman, uh, Gotham city Chronicles is when I started actually like painting a lot for a little while. And then it's been, it's been a couple months since I painted, but um, yeah, that's the Batman from that game is probably the one that I'm most proud of at the moment. Yeah. Um, cool. We'll get into kind of like inspirations. Um, Justin, what kind of like what inspirations do you have for like mini paintings? Um, it is really not. It, it's it's hard because when I think inspiration, all I think is like. Um, uh, mostly YouTube channels, you know, things that I watch and I'm right. like, it gets me charged up. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go do some more paint right now. Like, I or like, oh man, that looks like a really cool technique. Or, oh, hey man, that looks way easier than I thought it was. I want to go put that on that wizard that's been sitting on my shelf. You know, right? Um, so it's it's really all YouTube channels for me. I don't spend a lot of time um, looking at painted miniatures. Uh, I I don't even know that I would say miniature painting is a hobby of mine. It's it's more like. It's it's like a, I don't want to call it a chore because I do find some enjoyment in it, but it's a thing I do. It's a means to an end, I think is is what I'm trying to say. Um, yeah. I just want painted miniatures on my tabletop. I'm not really that into the the art of it, if that makes sense. Right. Um, in in that regard, um, one of my favorites is Midwinter Minis, um, and and he does these uh, speed painting videos. And he, he is a very good painter. He's a great painter. I, I, uh, so you, the more I've, his channel has gone from just like speed painting Space Hulk to kind of being more general painting purpose. So you get to see more of his work. But his speed painting videos are great because he, he uses lots of speed painting techniques. 
um, which the first time I heard speed painting, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that. But it never right. dawned on me that speed painting is just like how to get it looking really nice with minimal effort and time. <laughs> um, right. And so it's, it's looking at speed painting techniques are a great way to find kind of easier shortcuts to just kind of get it done and get it on there and get it looking OK. And I really like because Midwinter, because he explains like this is why I'm doing this. Um, this is how I do it. This is what we want it to look like. And he messes up a lot because, again, he's speed painting. He's timing himself. So he'll be like, I messed that up. It's good enough. You don't really notice it. I'm going to put it down. And you, and the answer, you really don't <laughs> notice it, you know. Right. Um, so it it I, I relate to that a lot. And I'll watch his videos and be like, man, he just knocked out 15, you know, goblins in like uh, uh, 22 minutes or, or whatever the crazy time is. And I'm like, I could do that. I watched him do it. <laughs> Um, I also watch a lot of Goobertown Hobbies, um, and I, I I think the guy's name is Brent, I want to say, yeah. and he's he's a very, very good painter, way, 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 way above my skill level, um, but I like his videos because they're very calming, uh, he's a very soothing person, very soothing channel, um, and he does a lot of like marathon paints, um, and I, I, I watch a lot of his stuff just because it's interesting. It looks nice. It's nice to watch. It's good to have on in the background. Um, he really has more advanced techniques and gear than I even have access to a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, but it's just nice from an inspirational point of view. Uh, I watch tabletop minions a lot is, is one of my favorites. Um, it's, it's a good channel for motivation. Um, the, the guy there, uh, his name's Adam. And he he talks he has some painting videos, but it's mostly him just talking about tabletop wargaming as a hobby. And so he talks a lot about like his pile of shame and like managing lots and lots of different projects and how to keep yourself motivated and ways to keep yourself entertained when you're painting and, and um, just kind of some really higher level general stuff that's not just putting uh, paint on a miniature that maybe you don't think about um, that 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 really helps me uh, kind of stay motivated and get motivated and maybe think about things in different ways, you know, because I, I feel like and, and Chris, you even kind of uh, jokingly touched on this. There's this tendency in miniature painting of like, oh, this is my shameful pile of gray plastic, right? Where it's like, right. oh, well, don't don't look at all the stuff I haven't painted yet. And, and he does really talk a lot about like, you know, trying not to think about it that way and trying to think about it like this is a whole pile of fun stuff that I'm going to enjoy painting and looking at that I still get to do. I haven't done that yet. It's an it's an exciting potentiality, you know, not a, a not a shameful pile of stuff that you probably realistically shouldn't have bought in the first place. <laughs> Um, and, and then the final video uh, or YouTube channel I want to mention is is the official uh, Warhammer channel. Um, the, the guy on there, Duncan is, is great. He's very soothing. Their videos are very well done and concise. Um, when I started painting, I was going off of the official Warhammer videos. Uh, the only downside is they are very specific to the Citadel line of paints because obviously it's from Warhammer. It's their channel of how to paint their minis with their paints. Right. Um, but they do give really good basics, uh, and they do tend to be aimed toward beginning painters so when i was starting out it was nice to have a whole channel that really was basically pointed at me stuff the stuff that i could do and then they in their video they break it down like look you've painted this whole miniature it looks great but if you want to do more here's some advanced techniques and i like that structure a lot 
because it makes right. you feel like I've painted this, I've accomplished it, it's done, and then the, here's the optional bit at, at like the they get you to an acceptable ending, and they're like, right. oh, you can do more, like, right? And they say it a lot. They'll be like, it looks really great. You know, they'll show a picture of it, and they're they're like, see, it looks good. All you got is some base and a wash, and cool, bam, you're done. But if you want to do some highlights, here you go. You know, and when I was starting out, it was nice to have something that made me feel like I had painted a miniature whenever I just did a base and a wash because usually that's all I was capable of doing at that point. Yeah. <laughs> you Do you know? ever watch uh, Sarastro videos? I have not, no. Oh, yeah, no, nah, he's really good. He does kind of the same thing too where he'll paint it up to a point and be like, this is good enough. You can play with this and everybody mm-hmm. will be happy. But if you want to get real, bust right. out this other stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that kind of structure a lot. He's a proper English guy, so he doesn't say it like that. Right. He he sounds fancy when he says it. Let's get down to business. <laughs> um, I d- but yeah. I do like how every everybody seems, I mean, for the most part, anyone that I've talked to in the mini painting scene has been very nice and very like, oh, yeah. they want to help each other out and they want to kind of give tips or... I think um, the the community at large is is very accepting of the fact that there's a lot of guys like Chris that are that are talented painters and and looking to improve at that craft and then there's a lot of guys like me that are like i just want it to have a color on it and be on my table you know like that they still want it to look good yeah that's as far as i want to take it i'm never going to want to go past that like it's tabletop ready it's good enough you know and the community is very accepting of the um the entire spectrum of people you know in in that arena yeah i mean i would say um for my inspirations it honestly was like you both of you got me into painting i mean justin mm-hmm. got me into painting um with D paint miniatures whenever we were playing dnt and we were buying miniatures that's all i was painting those before board games and then once yeah. i got into board games it was you know chris with all the paintings he did i'm just like well you know i don't think i don't know if i'll ever get to that level of dedication where i'm painting uh shades because i can't shade for regular painting right um but it definitely like wants to get me into it and wants me to to paint my minis and paint my board games um but other than that yeah Goobertown was one that i checked out a lot um i also checked out uh squidmire the squidmire miniatures yep i think i've heard of that one yeah um he's he's pretty good um, and then Black Magic Craft was the other one that I mainly watched for like tips and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are like the three three big ones of just kind of showing you different techniques. You could basically just YouTube any technique that you wanted, um, which at the time I was mainly just doing like washes and, um, and, and dry brushing, which is all I was looking forward. Like, how do I get, you know, how do I batch paint like these four four dudes that i that i don't really want to spend a whole lot of time on yeah and then how do i paint batman so he looks kick-ass and not fucked up (laughs) yeah it's it's that difference of like i want to spend a lot of time and have fun painting this hero all these thugs i just want them to have been painted i want them to look like they're not dumb (laughs) yeah and then i I want batman to look cool like it's basically what got me into board game painting and and kind of like Oh man, like it, it was real quick. It was like six six months in between painting Batman stuff, six seven months between Batman stuff, and then I I painted King Arthur and Unmatched, mm-hmm. and I can't tell you how many mistakes I made painting like not letting it dry before I tried to dry brush, yeah. or 
like <laughs> putting on uh putting on a wash while it's wet too like i was just oh, like yeah impatience I is my to, biggest enemy still with painting. i had to repaint his cape like five times <laughs> like, I, was like, I was like what is happening <laughs> Uh, but Chris, what is what's kind of like your inspiration, or what do you look for for tips and tricks uh, for for mini painting? Um, so like recently, I just started actually looking on Pinterest. Like, I don't do social media type stuff, but every time I Google image search something that I was wanting to paint, all the results just went back to Pinterest anyway. So I just finally got an account. Uh, so yeah, it's you can kind of get in a hole on there and just start clicking on stuff but there's i mean a lot of really good painters put a lot of really good stuff on there so nice that yeah i mean that's if you're looking for like high level stuff that you will never be able to achieve it's a good place to look (laughs) there's a lot of stuff on like instagram like having the board game barbarians instagram uh a lot of people that i follow or that follow like the show are are mini painters and there's a lot of guys in like germany and russia Mm -hmm. that that followed the just our Instagram. I don't, I don't know if they listen to the show at all, <laughs> um, but they follow the Instagram and their stuff is like super good. And it's a lot of like military stuff too. Yeah. Chris, can I ask you when, when you see um, like a very well done mini, is it usually relatively easy for you to look at it and be like, all right, I can see most of the techniques they used to achieve that. Or do you still get that thing where sometimes you see a mini and you're like, I don't even understand how they made that look, like that no i mean there's still a ton of stuff that i don't know so i mean Mm -hmm. like i can look at stuff and be like well here's how i would do it right most of the time that's wrong (laughs) Um, but it's but it's a little like for contest stuff all that is like on a different scale like it's way bigger so the stuff you do on you know like board game size figures is not necessarily the same thing you do on like a contest miniature just because it contest stuff is usually way bigger right so yeah. there's i mean you can use the same ideas in both places but yeah the i think the stuff that they do for like serious contest stuff is not not exactly the same yeah yeah i feel sense. like a lot of a lot of that on that note is like when i see stuff that is more of like i could figure out or i can kind of see how they maybe did it but it's more of my brain going like, man, they spent way, way a lot more time than I would have ever spent on that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of the time the answer is they just used many, many more hours than you did. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> like, like the highlighting of each, like each, like dip in the cape or whatever, each, uh, each top point, and then like just the highlighting on. Like I was, I looked at a couple like unmatched uh, paintings that some people did, and I was yeah. like, I was like, how do they get like? Solid, not solid, and uh, I don't remember his name, but how'd they get like his beard? Like, they had like each raise of his beard was like had a little like highlight on it. I think it's part of his mustache, and I don't think it was dry brushing. Like, they like went in with a little brush and they did a highlight for like each little stroke of his mustache and beard. And I was like, I just don't, (laughs) I think it it can be deceptive because um, when you start painting miniatures, you're like, I don't even understand how they did that. And then right. when when you get a little bit further, you're like, oh, well, if you just do base, you know, wash and some dry brushing, that's like 90% of the stuff. And when you don't know how to paint at all, I would look at dry brushing and be like, oh, my God, they painted each individual thing, you know, oh, yeah. because I, I didn't know, you know. And, and so it can be deceptive when you see, you know, other people's painted miniatures and you're like, oh, no, they actually painted that. They Because oh, there yeah. are there are always faster techniques for achieving 
not as good of a look, but a similar-ish look. You know, well, you can kind of tell with dry brushing, like you, you'll see, like in some of the grooves, there'll be some paint, and right. there'll be some highlighting paint, and and whenever you look at it and you zoom in on your phone, and you're like, yeah, though they did this like intentionally, yeah. each each one, and I'm just like, I don't even know how you find the time or the right magnification or like maybe I just need to get the glasses with like the different like that you see all the mad scientist has that has all the different magnifications on there yeah the like jewelers lenses yeah right but no, uh, I, sorry. yeah for that that kind of like the serious contest level stuff they really do put in an absurd amount of time on that stuff because um that aaron lovejoy he's like the official like he has his own painting company but he does mm-hmm. all the official flying frog stuff too and he was just talking about contest stuff one time he's like yeah you know i figured i'd set aside 500 hours to work on this one this year oh and god i was like okay Jeez. i mean luckily for him he's a professional painter. Right, that's his job yeah <laughs> yeah but i mean him. yeah if i if that was my job then that would be but that's that, be i mean fine, right but... but that's not even his job to paint contest pieces like that's right, just that's true you're right <laughs> He's he's got to spend five hundred hours on a piece and then like hope that it wins. Yeah, and then, he, then, then he's then he's got to also do his you know the jobs that pay the bills. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> Part of me just wants to enter one of my like kind of crappy ones <laughs> into like a major competition and just see if anyone says anything about it. You should be in the crowd bragging about how much faster you did it than them. I did mine in like two hours, guys. Yeah, mine was like an hour and a half. How many did you spend? 700 hours? Oh, my oh, God. Okay. I got done way faster. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just the slapped I it with the old dry brush. I did. I stole Chris's technique. I put a bunch of paint in my mouth and put the mini in there. <laughs> and just chewed on it. Yeah, chewed yeah, on it, and then I spit it out, and it was Abstract. Good. Yeah, sir, there's actually not a category for speed. <laughs> oh, no. It's, it's not considered in the judging. Um, what other, do you have any other besides uh, Pinterest? Well, so any like my inspiration for being a good painter is because uh, I need to be better than my dad. Yeah. <laughs> Classical inspiration right there. Well, because your yeah. dad paints uh, like full on. Yeah, he does like busts, right? Like, they like figure models. Like, yeah. You know, like sixth sixth scale like figures and stuff and so yeah i grew up with that stuff all around the house you know he airbrushed and sculpted heads and did all that stuff so basically i just want to you know get better than him and then shove it in his face yeah right (laughs) are you proud of me now dad look at this no never (laughs) it's motivated sons since the beginning of time yeah i can that's (laughs) um no, I mean, yeah, yeah, just looking at pictures online. So honestly, like, since I do so many Kickstarters, the, uh, like, the professional, like, the promotional stuff that they put up on Kickstarter pages, like, I honestly, like, I'll go back. I was doing that yesterday. Um, I went back and looked at the Rum and Bones Kickstarter and just looked at the updates that had the new painted figures in there because they get really good guys to paint really good figures to sell that stuff to bozos like me. <laughs> So I've got a box I, of, you know, pirates over there that are still unpainted because I'm like, I'll never be able to do it as good as the guy who did the promo stuff. <laughs> but well, I keep going like back and looking at it. 200 hours probably on that one mini for the promo. But the there's like 600 painted figures for the game. That guy's got 200 hours for yeah. each one. Yeah. He he started <laughs> 1700 years before the Kickstarter began. Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like that kind of stuff. Like on the Kickstarter note, there's every once in a while I'll be on one where they're like 
in the notes or something, they'll be like, yeah, we're, we're talking about doing like pre-painted minis and a bunch of people want pre-painted minis. And I'm, I, I guess I finally hit the point where I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I Just think give me a, a gray thing that I can paint and I'll do it better than a pre-painted. I think when you hear pre-painted minis, your very first thought is if you do it worth a damn, I'm not going to pay for that. And if you do it not worth a damn, I'd rather you didn't like those are really the right. two realities of like prefab pre-painted from the factory miniatures. Like you're, you're like, they're either going to suck or they're going to be extremely expensive. Those are the only they're two gonna, options yeah. in that. Arena. They're either going to be great or hero clicks level. Yeah. <laughs> Hero clicks are so bad. <laughs> I think they're hot painting with hot paint because I think it melts the figures. Oh, is that what it is? That That's why they look so it. bad. They, yeah. yeah, the figures do look kind of messed up. Yeah. Um, I always felt bad for Hero clicks players because I know that it's one of those collectible games where it's like, oh, yeah, I paid like $300 for this Galactus figure, and then you get it in the eyeballs like on the chest or whatever. Like, it's got to well, be like, upsetting. <laughs> Like I think I've got this like Spider-Man one that I that I just opened in a pack. Whenever somebody tried to get me into Hero Clicks, it wasn't Justin; it was somebody else. There's a um, and and I bought like a couple packs, and I got a Chase figure, which is like the best figure you can get. And uh, I, I think I gave all the other ones to you. Yeah, well, my daughter has them right now. She plays with them. Okay, that's she likes fine. Them. She makes them save uh, the princess from my Conan game. I was definitely like disappointed when I opened up my first pack. Like I'll say that. Yeah, you're like, oh, it looks cool. And then you hold it closer than three feet to your face. And you're like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, what's this? Um, well, I'm going to kind of jam the two the two next points together, which is how important is it to you to have the community around you for hero, just like not hero clicks, Jesus, uh, for painting, painting minis. Um, and then kind of what keeps you going? Because I, I know like talking to all of us, um, I know that we all have that voice in our head that, that tells us to stop or that says that what we're doing sucks or isn't good enough. And I think that's where the two kind of collide for me is like putting a, a a picture of the mini that I just like painted up on, on our community and in the board game barbarians community, at least um, really helps me to keep going. <laughs> Cause I'll paint something and be like, eh, it's not like the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's definitely not great or anything. So, like, the community thing, like, I think I just like to see that other people are painting because it reminds yeah. me that I should also be painting because, I mean, that happens to me, too. Like, I'll be on a roll and I'll just knock out a bunch of stuff and I'll be like, man, this is awesome. I'm going to finish this game and I can move on to the next thing and one day I'll be 100% painted and then I'll yeah. just stop for months. And then you look at the pirate pirates. And... Then I, yeah, I look at the pirate stuff and I'm like, why bother? <laughs> never mind so you push your airbrush yeah. into a trash can just like <laughs> yeah i mean that's the thing like with the the batman stuff seems so overwhelming and then i was like well let me just finish unmatched unmatched is like 15 yeah. figures like i'll i can do that and then i started unmatched and was like oh man <laughs> that took a while and then now i have all this alter quest shit and now i have to deal with that and it's just uh say the nice thing about the unmatched stuff though at least is like you only get two or three figures at a time you know every time a kickstarter shows up i just added 300 new things to the pile right mm -hmm. yeah that's true personally so i i don't <laughs> like i every now and then i'll paint something and i'm like man this is really cool i want to share it but i really almost exclusively paint just for me 
Uh, yeah. so I, I, I'm not big into the community thing for painting. Like I, there, there's a couple figures. Um, I have some really, I have some old, uh, Rawl Partha miniatures from the late eighties that were given to me in a shoebox like years ago. They're like, Hey, you like the Dungeons and Dragons here? And I've been slowly <laughs> painting them because they're just really fucking weird, like really strange sculpts. Yeah. Um, and every now and then I'll, I'll paint a weird one of those. And I, I do like sharing those just because they're just, so, they're some of my favorites just cause they're so such weird, weird figures and they look so strange and misproportioned. And I, it, it's, it's really before miniatures and miniature scales were, you know, standardized, I guess. D&D minis are, are, I guess they're less weird now, but even the ones that I was buying whenever we were playing D and D like they're yeah. pretty, like the guy I painted, is the weirdest like dragoon looking like yeah there's some well i mean dude, i get it because like, D is so diverse that if you if whatever you want to crank out it doesn't matter if you're if you're like i want to crank out a half gnome half cobalt minotaur someone out there has yeah. that character <laughs> and they cannot fucking wait to buy that miniature they're like yes With the head of a dragon know me i finally got a miniature for him and it you know so i i maybe that's why because in in the D miniature space you don't need to have any consistency you can do whatever you want doesn't matter well, yeah, um, I think having the weird like one-off figure i think helps break up the monotony too because oh uh, for sure well i mean because oh, like yeah, even if they batch painting yeah if i if i've got you know like 12 of the same figure to paint like i hate it i don't want to do it but i'll i usually will do one first just to like get familiar with it so i know what i have to do on the rest of them but it also just you know like at least now I only have 11 left to do and not 12. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I, since my wife does all the 3D printing stuff, you know, she'll print off just a weird, odd, you know, just one-off thing. And I'll be like, okay, well, this is weird and interesting. This isn't, like, go to any actual game, but it's just a cool figure. And so I'll just work on that. And that's yeah. a nice, like, break from, uh, you know, the trying to grind out a bunch of crap that you don't want to actually paint. Yeah. Do you guys like larger figures or smaller figures to paint? Oh, I've only painted um, a handful of larger figures, and all of them were for um, they were just one-offs that I saw. Like one one of my favorites I ever painted um, was it was a graveyard golem. It was by Reaper, and it was a golem constructed of like smashed up gravestones and cemetery gates. Nice. And that was one of my favorite minis to paint. Um, I, I also get stuck in this thing, and I, I don't know if you guys get it too, because Chris, I know you're saying you go back and you look at the like official art. Um, I, I get stuck in this thing where I don't want to paint my miniatures different than they look in on the box and like in the manual. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it almost feels like this paint by numbers chore when I'm doing board games. But when I'm doing just weird shit that I found off of a shelf, I can do whatever I want. It can be neon right. purple. It doesn't matter. It's not going to bother me. And um, that guy um, was a lot of fun. Uh, uh, painting the big stuff, because it was always weird one-offs for me, I think I've had more fun doing it, but I don't know if it's because they were bigger or just because they were, like like Chris was saying, weird one-offs. Yeah. Oops, I forgot what the question was. No, I mean, for like big figures and stuff, <laughs> I had something to say in the middle of what you were saying, and then I forgot it. Um, yeah, it was just, if you like make if you like painting big figures versus small figures so vice versa i'm working on so he doesn't listen to the podcast and this isn't going to come out before so my wife's family's doing christmas late so i'm painting a figure of 
Artorius from Dark Souls for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a 3D print, but it's not a game figure. It's just like a display figure. And it's, right. he's mostly, he's basically just silver armor and a blue cape. But like painting stuff at this big scale has actually like been weird. Like I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be yeah. easy because like the details aren't tiny. So I don't have to, you know, like squint and work out the little bits. Right. It's, it's weird. Like I've been stuck on it and it's only like two colors. So I imagine painting. consistency is really difficult because it's yeah, right. such, such large areas. Yeah. I'm using the well, same like techniques and stuff that I would use on something small, but yeah, it's, it's just well, a I'd weird. I'd help with the airbrush. You could get like the, the consistency pretty okay with it. Yeah. And for this, I'm trying, I, I mean, like I put down the base colors and stuff with the airbrush, but then I'm, you know, still going in with the, uh, brush brush to do the details and stuff because you know like there's individual rings of uh chain mail like hanging off his waist and so i got to paint in you know like some rusty links and some not or like i got to go in and line each piece of uh like plate in his feet and stuff like that um yeah i guess he's he's gonna i i gotta look it up and find a better picture to copy but he's i guess got a uh I don't know, some kind of pattern on his cape, but it's, so that's going to be a challenge in itself is just drawing the pattern, but then also like weathering the cape to make it look all torn up and, you know, crappy and stuff. Yeah. So yes, painting large scale models has, has its own challenges. Nice. Um, well, I guess we'll get kind of into the, the end. Do you, we'll start with Justin. Do you have any tips or brands or um, getting started it is as far as tips and, and mine are from again a very novice perspective um i've kind of reached an area where i'm like yeah i can paint good enough for the stuff i have like i'm i'm like i i would right. like to improve but i'm not actively pursuing improvement yeah. i feel like you and i are kind of like somewhat on the same level where i mean you have painted way more than i have yeah as far as you, you painted all of conan so well, I know I've not painted all of Conan. I've, I've painted almost you painted all. painted all of Talisman. I think I painted all the base box of Conan. I don't know. I got frustrated yeah. that there was so many. I put it all back in the box months ago. But a lot of Conan <laughs> is painted. You painted. You painted more of Conan than I have painted of Batman. Let's I see. painted let's all see. the heroes yeah. and villains first because they were fun, and then I was like, now I have to paint seventy archers, and I was like, this I was, isn't fun I was, anymore. I was trying to do that with Batman, and then I was like, well, I need to. I need to batch paint some in here so that way i don't get like done with all the like the heroes first yeah and then i'm just stuck with batch painting so i'm like i'll batch paint uh one set and then i'll do a hero and then batch paint another set and do it like and i'll like the hero will be a reward kind of a thing yeah uh, and i started batch painting the cops and, and i think i just need to do their faces <laughs> and i just i just stopped like i batch painted all of their their body and their clothes and everything and then i was just like well i'm done um my so, yeah, I mean, my, my tips are really from a novice perspective, which is the first one, and it sounds dumb, but learn to use your pinky to stabilize yourself when you're painting. Because when I first started painting, the hardest thing was just painting a little tiny thing. And your pinky is a really great stabilizer, and it took me a long time you mean of stabilize painting. stabilize on the mini itself. Yeah, right? well, you stabilize it on really anything nearby, um, yeah. but but use it to stabilize your brush hand. I it I was painting for the longest time, and I was like, I just keep like I'll be painting something tiny and it's like my hand goes sideways like I'm just not stable enough and someone was like use your pinky and I was like oh my god I felt so dumb (laughs) (laughs) um learn how to use washes as early as possible if you're a lower level painter like me then washes really are just a magical fix for everything 
Um, the first Warhammer mini I painted, I was so proud. I posted it on Reddit. And, and I, I was just, it was just base coat. I just base coated it. And I was like, it's done. And I was so thrilled. And some guy goes, wash it. And I was like, why would I wash it? The paint would come off. And he was like, no. In the sink. <laughs> he was like, no, put a wash on it. And I, I was like, that's dumb. I'm not doing that. And then um, I ended up getting a wash. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever. And I literally just like one swipe, just a huge brush, just basically coated the whole thing and washed because I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, it looks amazing. Like it, it <laughs> I, I've talked to multiple new painters, people that have started painting and they've, and I've been like, are you, are you using washes? And they're like, no, I'm not going to do that yet. And I'm like, no, 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 you, that needs to be yeah. like day one. You need to look at that. Yeah. Um, explore paint brands. I was stuck on Citadel for a long time before I started exploring. Um, I, my, my main paints are army painter just cause they're cheap. Um, I really yeah. love the, uh, Vallejo paints. Uh, I, uh, I have a, a handful of those and I really like them a lot. Um, I think I'm going to invest in some of those eventually. Uh, they're good. I'm with, I'm with you. Army paints is what I started on. Cause I got like the huge for Christmas. Cause I wanted to get into painting. I got like yeah. the $60, like 50 set or whatever. That's what I have and use as well. The same one as you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, they work fine, um, but the few times, because I have some really weird colors, like some weird like neons and like uh, royal purples and stuff. They and separate it, really easily. Yeah, I have some fun colors in Vallejo, and the times I do get to use them, they really is a treat. I, I personally like those a lot, but just try a lot, because when you start painting, you're like, paint is paint, and paint is not paint. You'll be yeah. like, oh, I love the <laughs> yellow in this brand, and I love the black in this brand, and I love the silver in this brand. Um, so, uh, I, 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 yeah, just try different stuff. And then my final advice is really just, just do it. Um, so much of the basics are just kind of practicing and, and, and not even getting better, but just getting used to it. And I'm, I'm certainly not good, but just putting paint on the plastic is the best way to start. And if you don't like it, you can just strip it. Um, uh, a, a lot of times when I was starting with the Warhammer stuff, I would sit and read things and watch videos and be like, I'm not going to paint you. I don't want to mess it up. I don't want to mess it up. And there's this thing of not wanting to mess it up. And at, at the end of the day, uh, you, 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 it's pretty hard to mess it up. Like unless you like snap it in half or, or and even then if you, if you mess it up a little bit, you can always paint over it too. Yeah. Um, so, so just, just start, start doing it. And, and if they look like crap, then, who cares? And if you hate it, then strip it and do it again or, or, or whatever. I, I think in all the minis I've painted, there's only really truly been one that when I got done, I was like, that looks so bad that I don't even want to use it. Just just one ever out of all of them. Um, and to be fair, that was the one miniature. It went into a box of 36 other painted miniatures. And a friend of mine was looking at them and he like hyper focused on that one and went, what's wrong with this dude? <laughs> and then I went and stripped it and redid it. Um, but yeah, just just start. It's it, at the end of the day, these these are it's painting toys. Play with your toys. Have fun with your toys. Just it's 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 not as scary as it seems. I think I think most of my tips are going to be similar to that, and and definitely just get started with whatever you have to. I mean, depending on your budget, you can go high end if you have a larger budget and you want to, you know, spend a bunch of money on on the Vallejo paint, which are quite expensive yeah um or you can just you know grab a mid-set like uh, army painters or if you want to do citadel citadel is kind of in the in-between of vallejo and, and army painters but you know find the the paint that you like 
and just start start doing it immediately yeah. as, or as soon as you can um and just kind of i think the hardest part for it is like making time yeah for oh, the painting itself and my final one and i'll talk and then i'll stop talking because uh uh again i'm not very good at it so i don't even know why i'm so insistent on giving so many tips um mix paints uh so i i waited way too long to start mixing paints i was like i need this color i'll go buy it i need this color i'll go buy it um you just mix paints it's just do it it's it's not that bad i promise also look into uh i don't know the official term but like the wet board wet palette wet, that's what they're using wet palette there we yeah. go yeah uh, my uh, wet palette looking... is a paper towel and a piece of tupperware <laughs> some yeah, wax mine's paper <laughs> tupperware i've got like a, a little sponge slat underneath it and then uh, a piece of like i can't remember the type of paper it's not printer paper because that sucks for keeping wet but parchment uh, parchment there you go yeah um but that's that's kind of my setup because i bought like the huge big thing and i was like this is oh the real wet palette yeah i remember you had that the big fancy one I bought the big fancy one and it was too large. I was like, I don't like, I, I, I found out later there are smaller ones that yes. I didn't buy. Yours was like, if you're painting a Bob Ross painting and right. And you're I, like, no, he's an like, inch tall. That's all I need. I was like, why do I have this? Well, I had to throw it. Like I didn't throw it away, but I like put it in the garage because it was getting moldy in spaces. So yeah. I was like, this is nope. So find like a wet palette, wet palettes, like save the day for me. Oh yeah. Um, especially for many paintings. Cause you can just seal it up. And then when you start it over or when you come to it the next day, it's still wet and it's still usable paints. Um, and that's, I think that's the, the biggest <laughs> tip from me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris, what you got for, as, as Justin put it, taking it to the next level. Well, you guys know, I like to take things to the maximum in all aspects right. of my life. I know. Yeah, absolutely. Multiple award winning. Chris likes to uh, multiple. Yeah. Um, so, I'm starting to remember the stuff that I wanted to say while you guys were talking, <laughs> but now, so like, like with Goober town hobbies, like that dude's whole thing is like, just, just paint, like have fun and paint. And I think that's kind of like what the whole thing should be. Um, like Justin was saying, you know, he just paints for himself. And so, right. you know, he's not into like putting it on the internet and that's cool. Like you don't need to, yeah. I mean, if I would if say you, I'm not, I'm not into like, showing it to people to be like look how great i am it's more of just like hey tell me this isn't shitty please like and that's that's basically it for me right and i mean i wanted to address that attitude too because there's too many people like put their stuff on the internet and be like gee whiz i sure stink don't make fun of me too much like (laughs) yeah i'm not like coming from that aspect it's more of just like i have low self-esteem right no i mean i don't mean like you specifically but like so many people (laughs) on the internet do that it's just like where they paint really well, but they're like, oh, I suck, right. guys. I mean, what, yeah, whether whether yeah. they're good or not, it's just like, just put it up there, man. Just be happy about it. Like, yeah. not everybody is like an, you know, capital A artist, but, you know, an artist never, uh, you know, apologizes for their work. So just right. like, just do it like and be happy about it. Um, nice for, style. Yeah, ex- that's right. Trademark that. <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, I think a lot of staying motivated and like staying interested does have a lot to do about attitude and stuff. Um, I won't, I mean, so for example, like I got this Ikea display case and I filled it up with unpainted miniatures because I thought, you know, if I look at these ugly gray miniatures every day, I'm going to be motivated to clear them out of there. No, opposite. Didn't Motivation through shame was your plan. (laughs) Right, exactly. And it, it, it didn't work. 
<clears throat> so I, I did the opposite. I took all the unpainted ones out and I started putting the painted ones in there. And now it's awesome because every time I look at that case, I'm like, man, painted minis rule. I better go yeah. paint some more minis. Um, I mean, maybe that's part of my problem is all of my minis are like shoved in a closed box that I can't see. So like, all my painted ones anyway. Yeah. I mean, like whether they're, so I, you think they're good or not, I think you should still like put them where you can see them. Um, just cause like I said, you know, if you look at gray, crappy, unpainted minis, you think, man, what a crappy gray, unpainted mini. But if you see a painted <laughs> one, it's like, this would be so much cooler if more of them were painted. Um, so yeah, I started putting my painted stuff out where I could see it to remind me of how cool painted minis are. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good point there. In addition to the, uh, like paint by numbers thing that Justin was talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. I think I used to do that a lot too. Just try to follow the official art. Uh, but then I stopped giving a shit. If I had a, a better idea, I would start doing that instead. Um, I don't do it a lot, but sometimes if I have an idea that I think is really cool, I'll just say, whatever, man, it's my game. So mm -hmm. I'll just paint it however I want it. I, you know, I think uh, that's really key because I think painting miniatures is, is for a lot of people, it is taking ownership of your game. You know, it's putting your mark on it and being like, this is mine now. And, and you should feel empowered to like, maybe uh, Conan has pink hair in my version of Conan. I mean, I do that a lot with like uh, all of the thugs or all of the like batch painting, like the batch paint. I don't, I don't care what color they are. Like the, there's some thugs from Batman that I made all their shirts, different colors, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but for me, like when it comes to like the heroes, like that's where I'm just like, no, they have to look cool or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Like, I know with, with like intellectual property, stuff like that, obviously, I mean, you don't want to be like, oh, check it out. Batman's orange now. Or maybe you do. <laughs> I mean, if you do, that's cool. But like, I know Batman's like, on fire. If, if it's a known character, it's harder to stray from the like recognized color scheme. Right. But you know, if it's something that's just like, this is a cowboy with a gun it's like well he, this cowboy can be whatever color i want him to be yeah. and he will be he or just blue. you know there's so much lovecraft stuff in board games it's like you can paint any stupid monster any stupid color you want and nobody can tell you you're <laughs> wrong because there's there is no a, a official color scheme for any of that stuff yeah, yeah. definitely I still um, think batch painting is the bane of my existence. I still oh, struggle. Oh, yeah, no. I struggle. I, I, don't, I don't know what it was. Like, I liked it because uh, I'd never done a batch painting until, like, until the like the thugs that I did for Batman. Yeah. And I know you guys always, like, complain about it. <laughs> and uh, and I, I did the thugs, and I was like, oh, that wasn't that bad. But I was, like, making them different colors and stuff. Yeah. So it kind of made You're it interesting. Fun. And then, like, I did the, the 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 cops, like the police officers. Right. And those were all the same. And I was like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you guys, do you, because um, the, the two schools of thought in batch painting, as far as I'm aware, are you go through and do one thing on each miniature so that it's done and then go through and do the next thing on each miniature, or you go through and do a whole miniature and then a whole miniature, like, how, which, which where, where how do y'all do it? I try I mean, to do the first one. Cause that mm -hmm. way, like the colors are already out, like on your palette. Yeah. Um, and that way they're kind of all at the same level of doneness at any time. So if you maybe need to play a game in the middle before you're actually done, yeah, they're all at least, you know, a degree of done. I do the, the other way, which is, um, one thing on each at a time yeah. so paint like all their guns paint, paint all their faces paint, paint all their, their shirts yeah. all, and then and then i'll go in and usually i've made around the same mistakes 
Mm -hmm. um, except for maybe like the fourth one's done better than the other just because I've done three before it. Um, but I'll I'll go in and fix the mistakes each one at a time if they need them. Yeah, and that I mean that's why I usually do one single guy out of a bunch before I do the bunch. Just that way I already know where all the, you know, belts and buttons and stuff are. Right. Yeah. That I think for for me cuz I paint in total silence. I can have no sound or anything going on while I'm painting. I put a boring documentary on is my thing. I, mean, I think I'm interested it, in it. But. Right. I but I think it makes I try to do it but then like whatever like i'll put a video on but then i don't listen to it and then it stops and then it's three hours and i've been sitting there in silence for two hours and 45 minutes so i've just learned that i just don't i can have something on but i'm not going to listen to it at all whatsoever and it will provide zero difference in my painting so i've gotten yeah. where i just do it in silence and i think the process of being in complete silence and batch painting is it feels like prison it's awful yeah <laughs> Maybe but you should put some music on or something, man. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, maybe. for so like the airbrush is not for everybody, and that's kind of a down the road thing for people who are just starting out with painting. But yeah. like the airbrush has changed the way I do batch painting considerably, and it has improved my quality of life considerably. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you could just get, especially so like, depending on what brand of paint you're using, it's like some colors cover better than others. I use a bunch of Reaper paints and my green colors do not cover whatsoever. So mm -hmm. I just had to do a bunch of guys, like guys who are all wearing like green army uniforms. Um, if I had to do that with a brush, I would still be doing it today. But like the airbrush, let me lay down an even coat of a badly covering green in, you know, a matter of minutes instead of hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's like the like a, part of me wants to get into airbrushing, but part of me is also like feels like I need to learn. I need to do more just regular painting before I try to get into airbrushing because so, right. I don't want to spend the money on an airbrush and then be like, nah, I'm not going to paint anymore. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, if, at least for me, it was easy just because my old man had a bunch of airbrushes and I was just like, hey, yeah. you got any airbrushes I can have? He's like, yeah, but I'll still be disappointed in you when you use it. <laughs> I will say my dad's, I don't think, ever held a paintbrush in his life except to paint a house. Uh, so yeah. I am already a better mini painter than my dad. Maybe that's why I don't feel the motivation. Do you, you rub know, it in his improve. face? Yeah. Uh, actually, one time he came over and I was like, dad, look at my minis. And he was like, this is so dumb. Um, but uh, yeah, so I am, I'm already better than him. So I, I get, at least I get that. Um, well, <laughs> Must I gotta, be nice. We'll have to kind of wrap it up a little bit what's the 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 mini you're most proud of and i'll i'll go first just to to show mine mine is uh bat cow from <laughs> the gotham city chronicles just because i thought i did such a good job of uh getting it kind of just all the colors all the base colors were done really well and then i did like the grass on the base itself yeah um and i thought i was really proud of the grass on the base like it was an actual cow sitting in a field that was a lot of um wide sections of color that as far as i could tell in your photo had had almost no visible brush strokes which is always the struggle for me on those big wide big wide ass yeah. capes i think that's the like the proud part for me because even the cow itself is like all white and yeah the, the brush strokes just, are very it's just solid and there. flat that's that's it's yeah. terrifying to me on miniatures it took a while. <laughs> it took several coats. I think it took me like three coats. Um, mine is probably the dumb troll from Talisman. And I don't even know why. I think it's just because I love that dumb, ugly troll so much. And yeah, when I painted him, I, I like looked at the picture and I was like, all right. And then I painted it and then I like held it in front of the picture and it, it looked identical. 
And I don't know how I did it. And, and I was just so proud of the dumb troll. I love that troll. I need to get him out. He needs to be on a shelf. I'm going to take my talisman because I'm not going to play the stupid game again because I'm mad at it. But I'm going to take my <laughs> troll out and put him on a shelf. Yeah, we can always play my unpainted version. There you go. Um, so I guess I have two answers. So the the first thing that I was really proud of uh, was when I was painting Blood Rage, in the, which I still have not finished years later. Um, I was just painting the monsters, but the uh, two of the trolls in that game uh, were so much better than everything else I was painting at the time. I felt like I had actually made big progress in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Um, if I was painting them today, there's stuff that I would do different, but at the time they were so much better than everything else I was painting. I felt pretty good about it. I still Those are in the display case. Nice. Um, Excellent. All trolls, except for Andrew, picked a cow. Everyone else picked trolls. I know. Everybody's troll trolling but me. Um, recently, in like this last contest I did, um, I painted this sweet vampire thing. So my wife 3D printed a base for it. Uh, and then the vampire figure was actually from the game. Um, but it had a really cool like red glow effect. And I, a lot of people like who... Uh, we're watching the contest really liked it too so that felt nice. pretty good also um but now it's object source lighting is really hard to do and i felt like i did pretty good on that one so i felt good about that so i'm pretty proud of that one <laughs> yeah, yeah i uh <laughs> just one real thing on object source lighting because i tried to do there's a um such an evil character that's holding like a lantern yeah and i was trying to do like lighting from the lantern lantern and it just looks it honestly just looks like someone pissed all over the dude. Yeah. It, I don't think it looks as bad as you think it does. It Maybe looks not. fine to uh, me. Okay. I just <laughs> Like, I won't to lie me, to you. Like... It's not incredible, but it looks like when you right. showed it to me, I was like, yeah, it looks like you got the light shining on him. Okay. Yeah. To me, it looks like somebody just pissed all over <laughs> I do, to hijack your question, I have a follow-up question. What was uh, the biggest mini that... Because sometimes I go into a box of minis and I'm like, oh yeah, this shit, this all dudes and armor, that's easy. But there's always one mini that I'm like... Oh, I'm dreading painting that. I'm just dreading it. And then finally, when I I, I do it, I'm like, you know what? It came out pretty good, and I'm I'm pretty proud of it. Like, is do you guys have anything like that where where you're like, oh, I don't know how the hell I'm even gonna do that, and then you just jump in and it just kind of works out. I haven't reached that point yet. So I mean, oh. there's like there's like minis in uh in the Batman game. Like all the big villain minis are are my kind of scary. Like, they're they're all scary to me. Where I'm like, yeah. I haven't I haven't jumped in and painted any yet, but I know like Clayface is gonna be a huge pain in the dick. Yeah, even he just looks like a big turd or whatever. You think that you're um, like the guys that you're like, oh, it's all one color. Well, you're like, just, oh, that'll be easy. Yeah. Then it's not. <laughs> He's just mud, right? And then no, I then I have to do highlights and all this other stuff. And yeah. I think that's the. It's just it feels daunting. And maybe I'll come back to that later. Maybe we'll do like a painting episode yeah. two or whatever. But mine was the the snake from Conan, the big giant oh, snake. Yeah. I was, I mean, it came for, out really good. It set, it set on my my table for days of me just staring at it, like not today. I can't, I can't handle the the disappointment today. I'll do it a different yeah. day. And finally, I did. I am, I am pretty proud of it. It's not incredible, but it, I, I feel like I, I, I came out okay with it. You know, I like it. Yeah, I think it came out really good. I don't think Great. I have anything like that, just because I'm really good at putting off the stuff I don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> so like me, where you just have all the stuff in the, in the corner and you're like, I'll come do it eventually. Yeah, Perfect. I, I put off doing the stuff I want to do also. So, yeah. 
Uh, well, cool. Well, I'm going to go ahead. We'll end the show. Um, if you want to, definitely go check out Retro Warriors. That's where Justin's at and where his uh, classic video game show is located. Um, so definitely give them a listen if you are into classic video games. Uh, Chris, I don't think you're doing anything unless you <laughs> are, and I just don't know about it. So if you want to plug anything, definitely plug no. it. I have nothing. Uh, no reason to live. Okay. Except minis. You got minis. To People live. can oh, talk yeah. to you about minis in the Discord. That's a thing <laughs> yeah. they could do. Yeah. <laughs> um, we do have a Discord. We do have, like we've mentioned, an active uh, minis conversation for the most part. I think it's been kind of a little bit slow lately just because I don't think a lot of us have been actively painting. Please talk uh, to me about minis. We can always talk to Chris about minis. He's in Please. there. Please he will talk respond. to me. He will respond to you for the minis, and if you have questions, he will answer them to the best of his abilities, which are pretty high. Um, but yeah, definitely check us out on Instagram and on Facebook, and thank you very much for listening. Bye. Bye. And uh, remember what is best in life. Painting miniatures? Uh, board games. Board games. Yeah, and painting right. miniatures. <laughs> Good night. <laughs>